Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Inside the Asperger Studios. Today, I'm joined with David and his sister, Allison Isaacson. Welcome to the show. Isaac. Oh, yeah, Isaacman, that's right. Hi, thank you for having us. So how are you two doing today? Well, we're great. We're great. Well, David, why don't you tell us a little bit what it was like to be on the show Love on the Spectrum? Hmm. Before I was on the show Love on the Spectrum... Well, I never had a girlfriend or been on a date in years. Good. So what was it like to go on your first date? <laughs> you got to give a girl some so, something to remember you by. Very true. I mean, that's one of the things you, I'm pretty sure your sister Allison told you, you need to give a, a girl something that she remembers you. And then that's what brings that connection to you. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> so, Allison, what was it like watching him on the show? Oh, my God. I was really nervous, first of all, because this is my brother here. I, you know, I was worried about all of the above, about what if he what if he meets this girl, falls in love and it's she doesn't feel the same way. But luckily, it was a match made in heaven and they both love each other. And I was so happy that he found such a connection and he's that he's always wanted he's always been vocal about wanting a girlfriend mm. so to see that happen i was so happy now david yeah what when you met abby did you have like butterflies in your stomach did you think oh my god i think she's the one yes oh and did she feel the same way yes oh my god you are one lucky kid. You know that. Thank you. You're very welcome. When I watched the two of you on the show, I'm like, oh, my God, they have such chemistry. They love the same things. She And I'm watching her look at you when you're explaining everything about the birds. She just was glued to you. She was fascinated. And there was that spark in your eye. And you. And I'm pretty sure Allison can say she saw that huge smile come across your face knowing she's the one. Oh, absolutely. I definitely, yep. The second I saw David look at her, and like you said, the way they looked at each other was really the telltale sign to me. Yeah. Now, David, did you learn anything from being on the show? Well, I've watch Disney movies that have true love and they showed me how to to fall in love with a girl. <laughs> so you understand yeah. what love is. Yes. Especially the beauty and the beast. That's <laughs> what the Cheesecake Factory lets me think of. Mm -hmm. Now, Allison, what stories can you bring to mind that would bring a smile to your face from your brother? So there's a lot of those, but the most recent one is David actually got invited to sing at Dodger Stadium for an autism walk. You've got wow. friends with me. And one thing you have to know about David, which if you've seen the show, you'll definitely know his love of lions. So it'll be no surprise that his favorite movie is The Lion King. So David sings, right? And he crushes You've Got a Friend in Me from Toy Story. And then we see this mom waving at, like, waving at David. And she has this little boy. And David was so nice and said, let's go say hi. So we go around. And then the mom explained that this little boy absolutely loves Woody from Toy Story. Probably wow. just as much 
as David Loves Lion King. And so David had just performed the whole entire song on stage, but he sang to this little boy. He sang the whole thing over again. And it just brought the biggest smile. Like everybody that witnessed this was just beaming because it really was such a special moment. Um, yeah, you made that little boy really happy. I sure did. Now, David. <laughs> Did they pay? Did the show pay you, or was do you just get recognition from being on the show? You get recognition. I get record. I definitely get recognition for being on the show. So I'm guessing you get recognized all over the place, don't you? Yes. Where have you been recognized? Let's see. Los Angeles, Dana Point, even in London. Wow, so worldwide recognition. That's something else right there, kiddo. And Allison, it must bring a huge smile to yours and your parents' face when you guys are walking around London or wherever you are with him, and all of a sudden someone comes up to you and goes, oh my God, you're David from Love on the Spectrum, aren't you? Yes. (laughs) It happens a lot, actually, but it really, it's... What's so special is it shows how many people it's touched. I mean, it's unbelievable the reach that the show has given and how David's kind of become a a symbol in a way of what's possible. It is possible to find love if you're on the spectrum. Um, And it's, it's really heartwarming to see the responses from families saying, oh, my gosh, you're giving us so much hope for you know, my son or daughter, my brother and sister. So it's amazing. I mean, that is so true, Allison, because if you think about it, there's a huge percentage of those of us on the spectrum who have trouble finding our significant other, who have trouble working. And it's just David brings a hope. You're correct. David, I am so proud of you. I mean, watching you on the show, you you really shown what being on the spectrum is like. Huh? I don't know what's going on, but we're back. Okay, you're back. <laughs> Anyways, I am proud of you, David. I mean, you've really shown people that those of us on the spectrum can do a hell of a lot more than we people put up, put us up to. And Allison, that must be a huge smile to your face, knowing that your brother is a huge hope for everyone out there. It, it really does. It's it's amazing. It really it's it's nice to have a role model, and David's become a role model to a lot of people, and so have Abby. Abby's doing amazingly too, and it's amazing they found each other, really, thanks to the show. Now, David, outside of the show, do you work? Work at the Beverly City Hall. And Allison, I must be yeah. proud to see your yeah. brother working. Only Tuesdays through Thursdays, three times Good a week. For you. And Allison, it must mean a lot to see your brother working. I mean, there's a huge number of those of us out there who can't find work. So it must bring such happiness to know that he's working. He's got people that look after him when he's doing his job and everything else. 
Maybe it'll unpause. Okay, yeah, it's it's really amazing to see because he's always been so smart, super capable. David, you're great with conversation and talking to people. As long as he has specific instructions, I've noticed that you always thrive. Like if someone just shows you how to do something once, you can figure it out every single time. So David, it's it's a great relationship because David brings so much to the table for them. Yeah. And you know, and they, yeah, they help him, but they're just so grateful he's there mm -hmm. doing an amazing job. I mean, mm -hmm. it's hard to find places in today's situation where they understand autism and they're able to work with it. But David, you got lucky. You found a place that appreciates you, that wants to work with you and enjoys being with you. And your family and must you be so proud of you. Yeah, we couldn't be prouder of him. He's doing, you're just doing an amazing job, David. Yeah. Now, David, do you have any special interests? Well, I am interested in going to, well, I am interested in anything that's Disney and Universal, Warner Brothers, and also uh, I'm interested in the aquarium and the zoo. I'm interested in all kinds of animals that are crustaceans, species, amphibians, reptiles, birds, and mammals. And I also love trains. Cool. Now, here's an interesting question for you, David. Would you ever, if the opportunity came to you, want to work at a zoo? Yes. <laughs> so that's smile Absolutely. on your face. Now, in what aspect? <laughs> and if that lions, I'm going to take care of them. Would you want to be a zookeeper or working with... Um, the, the um, more with the animals in training. Work with the animals in training. Any specific yeah. animal or any of them? Uh, I I'll start with the lion. Your favorite? Yes, my number one favorite. Now, do you mm -hmm. watch any of the zoo shows out there? Like, well, um, yeah, I watch the Animal Kingdom on Disney Plus. Yes, that's what me and my family watch too. It's a great show. Here's a question. How many yeah. times have you I've been to been, Disney World? I've never been. Wow. Yeah. I've only been to Disneyland. How many times? Anaheim. Yeah, that's a good question. How many times have you been to Disneyland? Yeah. Well, I've lost count. <laughs> <laughs> now we go often. <laughs> now you'll probably go long enough that the people that work there know your names. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when you walk through the gates and Mickey will just say, oh, there's David. Yeah, I bet that's going to happen. <laughs> now, David, I'm pretty sure you've made friends being on the show, right? Oh, yeah. You keep in contact with those friends. Mm -hmm. So your phone must be filled up with numbers and names and everything else. Yes. Oh, it is. And Allison, I'm pretty sure you, that makes you very happy that now he's got more friends with similar interests and everything else. Yeah, it's really nice because he's, I mean, he's friends with a lot of my friends, but it's nice to see that he's made connections with other people with, yeah, with similar interests to him. And it's, it's wonderful. Now, David, outside of your date night with Abby, what do you do for fun? Well, we went to cheese, we go to Cheesecake Factory. We went to Universal Studios and Disney. We did uh, do Islands. And we do vetoes when we went to the Los Angeles. And we went to 
the zoo, the LA zoo. So he's saying other than your dates with Abby, those are all dates with Abby. <laughs> so what do you, <laughs> that's a lot, a long list. So what do you do? Other and we also went to Maria's pizza. Okay. But what do you And do? we went to Penn's too. But what do you, David, what do you do not with Abby when you're on your own and you have some free time? What are some things you like to do? Go on a free time, comp- do free time computer. And I also like get to uh, go. I also go to Target and Walmart and GameStop. All right. According to Allison, you like to walk. What's the longest distance you've ever walked? That's a good question. Do you keep track of that? Oh, distance of long walk between the condo and work. So how long, yeah, how long is your walk from here to work? It's a good question. <laughs> well, to be honest, I don't know how much, how far are the apart, my, is my apartment from my office. I can tell you exactly how long it is because I've looked on Google Maps. What's that? So it's 2.4 miles each way. So at the end of the day, you to and from work, it's 4.8 mile walk mm-hmm. every day. Well, Tuesday through Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, yeah. That's an inspiration right there, David, for a lot of those of us who can't get out. Look at you. I mean, you walk twice a day, twice a week, actually, to and from your work to home. And that right there is enough to say, hey, listen, if I can do it, so can you. And it's not for a lack of me offering a car ride. <laughs> I always are you sure I can't drive you? He says, I got this. And you do yeah. every time. But it's also helped you guys live in a place with nice weather. That's true. That is very true. I do drive on the days it's super rainy, which aren't that often. That's very true. <laughs> now, David, yeah. what do you do for fun? Well, visit theme parks and visit the aquariums and zoos. How often have you been to those theme parks, amusement parks and zoos? Well, I obviously don't know how long. Well, you actually have a season pass to Disneyland. <laughs> yes, and I also have a me- and I have a season pass for Universal and I have a membership pass for the zoo. Yeah, so we go as often as we can. Yes. I convinced mom and dad to renew my zoo membership pass in case it expires. Now, Allison, what have you learned from your brother just in general and everything else? Wow. I mean, I've learned a lot of things, but really I've learned how to see things from a different perspective. That's a beautiful thing about David. One thing I learned kind of recently-ish, maybe a few years ago, is David has like synesthesia. This is just one example of seeing the world in a different way. And if you don't know what that is, it's like a blending of senses and people have different kinds of that. So like, for instance, like people, when they hear noises, sometimes they'll see different mm-hmm. colors or, but David can see different numbers as colors. Wow. And so it's helped him like every, so from a young age, whenever I've like, 
started driving I'm like oh my god I don't know where I parked my car if I have David with me I've never had to worry about knowing the section number or anything because he's got it memorized and I think part of that has to do with like the synesthesia like you see it as a color and that's how you remember it but yeah I mean I've also just also just learned to appreciate the little things in life like David's love of animals. I mean, that's such a, a beautiful thing to see. And he really appreciates, you know, nature. And you're, you're always like an advocate. You're always saying we got to save the fishies, the birds, the everything, right? Yes. Everything except the, anthro- ar- except the arthropods. What's that? <laughs> what is that? What's an arthropod? Second up. You mean arachnopods? Oh, are those spiders? Ra- yeah, I hate okay. spiders. I don't like them either. I think everyone hates think, spiders, David. I think they, they play an important role, though. I think we can't get rid of all of them. <laughs> oh, I must. <laughs> By feeding them all to the great white sharks. That would hurt. One, one kind of shark that I've never seen. The kind of shark I've never seen in years. You've never seen one, right? Especially great whites. Oh, yeah. Now, what is a typical day for the both of you? Yeah, so what do we do during the week, David? We visit Dana Point. Oh, but that's the weekend. So our parents live in Orange County, so we visit them on the weekends a lot. Unless, you know, there's a birthday or a hot date night with Abby or some special occasion in L.A. But um, then during the week, like Mondays through Fridays, like we'll go to work (laughs) And then, David, what do you do after work on the weeknights? What do you do? On Thursday? Whenever, like during weeknights after work, what do you do? Relax. But you but you said earlier you run errands, right? Oh, yeah, I ran errands on the way home. Mm-hmm. And then one night, one day a week, who do you see in the gym here? Audrey. Yeah, your personal trainer. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's a huge thing, David. I mean, exercise is big. And I mean, you can be a huge advocate for those of us on the spectrum who say who put it off and put it off, put it off and say, hey, look at me. I have a personal trainer. I go to the gym. If I can do it, you can do it, too. I mean, that's a huge thing. You can start telling people, say, look at me. I, if I can do it, so can you guys. Yeah. Yeah. He shares some videos on his social media of him just in the gym. And it's amazing the responses like, oh, my God, David, you're so strong. Go, David. I got to try that workout. So, yeah, it's it's really awesome. Yeah. Now, David, do you deal with overstimulation when you're out and about? So overstimulation is when, like, for instance, like it's really loud and there's a lot of people talking and it's really disruptive to you and it kind of hurts maybe sometimes. Yeah, well, what do you how do you deal with that? I play on my phone or go in the other room. And if the lights shine too bright on my eyes, I tell them to shut them down. That's very good. Thank you. Now, I take it you don't mask, do you at all, David? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Would you rather not but, mask when you're out on the mountain and just let people accept you for you, right? Yeah. See, that's that's the big thing I advocate for is that we need to stop masking because I'm sure, Allison, you've seen David come home and be totally exhausted 
and just not want yeah, to talk absolutely. to you for like 45 minutes until he's oh yeah like he'll he'll go he'll put his favorite like a nature documentary or something that brings him joy um he'll put that on tv and just relax he, he's big on relaxing when he comes home because i'm sure it's really exhausting out there yeah now david for your date nights is it you always meeting her or her always meeting you or do you guys meet in mutual meet the neutral so you choose a place to meet up and the two of you meet yeah or sometimes um someone will, so neither abby nor david drives mm. so i've taken on role of david's date chauffeur <laughs> when sometimes abby's which is a very happy role for me i love that job <laughs> so uh sometimes we'll go to her pick her up and we'll do something or she'll get dropped off here or sometimes her cousin will take her some take them somewhere on a double date or something. So yeah, it's it's a good it's a good balance there. Both of them meeting up. What was it like meeting Abby, Allison? Oh my god. So it, it I couldn't believe how perfect of a match it was. And so, you know, I was a little nervous talking to her because at first, because you don't really, I mean, as with anyone, you don't really know them. You don't know what to talk about. But because David's interests are so similar to hers, it was super easy to talk to her. I mean, I like it, it just the conversation came organically. Plus, she's just so fun. She's really interested in what you have to say. So it I love, I mean, yeah, love her. <laughs> so, and then speculate, you would say it was almost like talking to the female version of David. It really was. I mean, I was so nervous at first, but yeah, it was like talking to the female version of David. You just have to talk about animals or amusement parks or the certain shows and you're good to go. No, David. Especially water parks with Abby. Yeah. Abby loves water No, David, I take it the, the cast really treated you good while you were on the show. Yeah, how was the cast treating you? Good. That's good. That's good to hear. Now, any tips for me if I do get chosen? So he auditioned David for, or he's interviewing for Love on the Spectrum. Do you have any uh, tips for him to help him get on the show? Well, to find a girl, you're going to need to give her something to remember you by. And plus, it's going to take some confidence and courage. That's great advice. Great advice, David. So show the girl something she'll remember if I get chosen. Be confident, be curt, have some courage, and be myself, right? Yes. Now, what were some of the other guys like that you've met, some of the other friends? Well, my buddy from high school named Curtis and my buddy from camp named Ezra. Oh, those are your best friends. But he's talking about the show. Like, who? Oh. what guys did you meet from the show? Well, I met Sabud and Rachel and Danny and Devin. And what did you learn about them? They're from Love on the Spectrum as well. Mm -hmm. But what do they like? Like, you know how you like animals and lions? What are th some things that Sabod likes, for instance? The sea creatures. Oh, yeah. He's big on that. <laughs> And travel, right? Yeah. Goes to travel. Mm -hmm. And where are your new friends from? Oh, those other people he <laughs> from mentioned? From the show, yeah. Oh, from the show. 
Well, Sabote is local. He lives um, not too far from us. And we're all in Los Angeles. And then Devin, who was Danny's friend, you also met him. Yeah. He's really awesome. So every now and then they'll have someone will host like a meetup, like Sabote and Artie, Sabote, Artie Sabote's sister mm-hmm. from the show. Um, they had a fun, we had a fun holiday party. So we all got to get together and just catch up, have some fun karaoke. Remember that? that was fun. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, it must be amazing, Allison, to see your brother with friends and a girlfriend and everything and having his own life. It's amazing. It really is. I mean, my friends are David's friends, right? All of them love David, always have. But it really is nice seeing him have his own little group. I mean, and plus, he's always wanted a girlfriend. Ever since we were like teenagers, you talked about when I find the girl of my dreams, I'm going to take her to the zoo. <laughs> I'm going to take her to the play at the Pantages Theater. So it's amazing. With, yes. And with, take her to the play at the Pantages Theater is what I'm going to do on my birthday. Which is also my birthday. Yeah, our birthday. <laughs> our birthday. So, Allison, seeing him with Abby, that must like bring a huge smile to your face to see him so overjoyed. It it really is. I mean, and that spark is still there. Like we talked about earlier, like the way they looked at each other was a telltale sign. Seeing them talk to each other, that's still there. The interest is there, if not even stronger than it was before. And so I'm happy if, because David's so happy, honestly. And my whole family feels that way. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a huge, there's a huge percentage of those of us on the spectrum who can't are having trouble finding friends or girlfriends. And David right. just proved people, hey, you just got to put yourself out there. Yeah, he's never been afraid to do that. That's one thing I've always admired about David that I try to learn from him is be yourself. I mean, people love David for who he is. And, you know, I've always been a little shyer, like at first, like when I was younger, especially, but David was the outgoing guy. I mean, everyone would want to talk to David because he's such a cool guy. So that helped me branch out a little bit growing up later on. Now, David, for your date nights, who chooses what to do? Hmm? Who, who chooses the date nights? Abby, well, sometimes I do, sometimes Abby does. Has there ever been a mutual disagreement where, like, she wants to do something and you don't? That's a good question. Has it ever yeah. happened? But, yeah, but no argument. That's good. Okay. Hey, you're an understanding guy. You're very understanding. You're very laid back. He is. <laughs> David, you're a cool guy. Now, David, Thank what's you. a typical day like for you, minus your date night? What do you do? What your, how do you start out your day and how do you end your day? It's a good question. I start on my day. Yeah, like what do you do when you first wake up? What's your routine? As in which day? Like any day. Like it could be a weekday or a weekend day. Do you have a different routine? What do you do? Like right when you wake up, what do you do? Get up and get ready. Get and groom. Get up and get ready and then have breakfast mm-hmm. and make my bed. That's a good start to the day. Now, how often do you work out, David? Work out? Oh. Yeah. Well, let's see. Well, how will you see your personal trainer, Audrey, how many times a week? Once a week. 
but then you also walk a lot and that you kind of do all the time i'd say Mm -hmm. you're always walking places yeah what about you allison do you work out as well so i go to the gym when david goes to the gym (laughs) and then i do work out that's part of my morning routine actually that was like my new year's resolution is make sure you start working out in the morning because I found that when I set myself like a gym time in the afternoon, things always come up Mm -hmm. or there's some sort of delay. But if it's in the morning, then I I have minimal distractions or minimal opportunities to push it off. Um, So yeah, that's what I've been. That's my New Year's resolution. And so far in the six days, it's been so good. That's good to hear. Now, and finally, David, what would you tell anyone else out there who's struggling to find love? What is the one thing you can tell those Aspies who are trying to find a girlfriend or a boyfriend? All you got to do is be confident and have some courage and be yourself. You heard it here from David Isaacson. And that's it, everybody. Thank you, David. Thank you, Allison. I'll see you guys in the next Thank one. You.
Take it to 